Are you tired of douching your asshole with a single-use disposable doucher? Yeah. Want to save the environment slightly? Yeah. Yes. With the new double douche, you can clean your asshole on two separate occasions, then throw it away. Yeah, the new invention lets you stick one side of the doucher up your asshole, then later, the other side of the doucher for maximum douche. Oh, Q-tip technology. Oh, yeah. It's the uh, perfect gift for someone who uh, loves ass fucking. So, uh, pretty sweet. Get yours today at doubledoucher.com. Any questions? What's the price point on uh, something like this? Oh, it's uh, $4.99. Per like use, four dollars and ninety nine cents, or four hundred ninety nine. No, no, it's four dollars ninety nine cents for a, a pack of three. Wow, what a that's a that's what that's six douchings for four ninety nine. Yeah, it's a it's a deal. That was uh, pretty good. A, uh, a just a, a deal. Just a conversion question: Is that the same as four hundred ninety nine cents? Uh, just uh, just counting my pennies right now, wondering what I can afford. Uh, no, I don't think so. I'm not really much of a math guy, but uh, I think it's uh, $4.99. Okay. Well, I'll see what I can scrape together. (laughs) Just send all all your pennies and make him count it, and then maybe he'll send you three douchers. Maybe he'll send you one. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, that's another question. Can you split them up? Can you buy just one double doucher, or do you have to buy um, the three-pack? I think you can do singles, but it's uh, off off market, so you gotta you gotta be careful. Okay, and uh, I have a question uh, asking for a friend. Will these work for enemas as well? Um, I thought that's yeah. what it was originally marketed as. It was an anal douche. What's the difference between an anal douche and an enema? I uh, I'm not I too well like versed. They would be, I feel like they would be doing the uh, same thing. Just different words. Yeah, they're yeah. not mutually exclusive. I think well, I'm asking for a religious friend. <laughs> right, Enemas yeah. are uh, acceptable. Uh, anal douching is not. Sure. Okay. Yeah. No. Uh, so that's, okay. Yeah. To get to get in. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Enemas for sure. Yeah, that's medical. The other one is purely for sin. Yeah. All right, and welcome to another episode of Our Moms Don't Like You. Thank you to. Uh, Ralvin McSteef and the Double Douche for the great advertisement we had there just a minute ago. You can uh, find that on the shopping channel, by the way, also. So in yeah, case you lo- missed it. Local just, product. Yeah. It's also on Etsy. Made and created in Glade, BC, the sovereign nation. Yeah. Uh, my name's Devin. Uh, I'm joined today by three absolute knuckleheads. And uh, I'll start off. I'm drinking straight tap water. That's been rinsed through the soda stream. Ooh. Uh, this this is my last um, podcast of dry January. And uh, yeah, we'll see how she goes from here on out. But it's been a clean, mean month. I've lost three pounds, put on five. So <laughs> here we go, boys. Uh, pass it off to my good friend, Simon, who's in a hell of a mood today. And he's making his happiness is making me happy. Simon, how are you? How's it going, guys? Uh, yeah, pretty, pretty in a good, good mood over here. Lots, uh, lots going on on the internet. Uh, Freaking, there's snow today, and uh, I don't know. I got some fresh water here too. I, I might dive into a bit of a beer and uh, just enjoy this one. So uh, I'm gonna pass it over to fucking Fraser. How's it going, buddy? Ooh, coming at you live from Thunder Bay with a James Reader five five tall boy can allegedly you can't see it 
Could be a short one, but I'm saying it's tall. Uh, five for five points in, as uh, many of you guys might have heard. But it's a great slamming beer. Uh, not available in British Columbia, Alberta, as far as I could tell. No, um, but it is part of the Moosehead family, and uh, I know Joe loves that. So I do love just, a Moosehead. They just go down. Uh, it's kind of can a you, problem. Can honestly. you just can you just say what it is again, but not at ten times speed? Uh, it's a James Reedy five point five. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, I was uh, coming in there a little hot. It sounded little, like you'd had about 5.5 in already. my bones. Yeah, I actually have had, uh, depending on how you count, 5.5 of them. Um, and uh, yeah, drank way, 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 way too much coffee today. I made a super potent batch for some uh, gummies I was doing. And uh, then drank the remainder. And... I got I got a little jazz in my step. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's like it sounds like it, man. Like I can feel you vibrating through the internet. I got a little booze. I got a little jazz. I'm stoked to talk to the boys. I've just been doing fucking homework all week. I'm ready to go, man. It's a fun time. Let's see what uh, Devin's doing over at Vic. He started it out though, didn't he? Statements are right when I started this out. Good to see Devin still doing well. I'm drinking a soda water. It's my last podcast on dry January. I have lost three pounds, put on five. I'm drinking some tap water that's been straight through the soda stream. Joe, how are you? A couple good jokes. Wait, wait, before that, back to Devin for fucking how he's doing in Vic. Yeah, holy. Man, the, the weather here has been impeccable. I was, I was hitting the range uh, the other day in just a just a short sleeve, you know, and uh, no snow here. It's been it's been pretty good. Uh, I will say though that's a bit depressing, uh, not having snow. I, growing up in the Kootenays, I love that shit. Waking up and it's snowing, I do enjoy that. Also, the old the old drifts in the Jetta, but uh, yeah, can't complain. Joe, I think you've been waiting about six minutes to talk, so let's fire it over to you. <laughs> What's up, fellas? I'm uh, down here in my basement, in my bedroom, in Calgary, BC. Calgary, Alberta, not BC. You know, geography. Calgary, BC. New, it's a new place that I founded, Calgary, BC. Uh, I'm drinking a brand spanking new beer today. Just came off the canning line. Oh. It's, uh, it's a dark saison by the name of Helheim, as in one of the nine Norse mythology realms. Uh, we will be releasing all nine this year, so stay tuned for those. Nerd alert! But, nerd uh, alert! Helheim! Oh, it's, uh, Helheimler. It's, it's, it's dark. <laughs> it's got some serious roast to it. It's smooth. It hits at about 5.8%. Uh, I got... Three more of these lined up, so I think it's going to be a fucking good podcast. And the nice. can art is sick as fuck, by the way. Is it sent, unveiled? Oh, sorry. I sent Keep you on. guys a Snapchat of it just now, and it's fucking yeah, beautiful. It's dope as shit. So if you're in Calgary, make sure you get on it because it's not going to last very long. You just uh, say the brewery name. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, uh, if you're a real issue. fan, you'd know. But yeah, like it's uh, the place. It's the place where I work. So figure it out. I would. Uh, I would buy those based solely off the can art. To be honest with you, they're uh, they're pretty I actually, sexy. Looking. I think I'd make love to that can. So yeah, do you have that girl on the front's number? 
Uh, I can source it for you. Thanks, buddy. Uh, another fun thing that happened today, uh, just continuing with the brewery, um, we got custom-made glass drinking horns made up for the brewery and etched with our logo on it. And those came in today, and they're pretty fucking sexy. Are so, the boys uh, going to get one in the mail or what? Is it well, etched with the Our Moms Don't Like You logo? I wish, dude. We could make that happen, actually. Now that you I should do it. About you it, should but, do it. Uh, are you, you know, in charge just, of the playlist at the at the tap room? Like you could just be playing us the whole time. I can play whatever the <laughs> fuck I want, and I play it very loud to the point where it pisses other people off. So, you nice. know, it is what it is. Well, watch out for the possibility of the zero issue. Our moms don't like you. Collab on the horns. Uh, yeah, even if we go. can't, even if we can't do that, I would love a horn. That sounds pretty cool because I'm about to get bust balls deep back in the beer. So let's go. There you go. It's pretty fucking sexy. It. Uh, I was really excited when they came in. So keep an eye out for those coming in the near future. That's sweet. Uh, but yeah, no, things are good here. Just it's cold as fuck, but can't go outside. So it doesn't even matter. What are well, you, you riding at over in Calgary right now? Uh, it's sitting at a cool minus 16, feeling like minus 23 right now. We got a nice. foot of snow here today. So I was fucking on the tractor plowing. That's tight. I love plowing sweet. on the tractor. Yeah, topless or not? Nah? Oh, I topless for sure. You feel like plow. <laughs> Jean shorts, boots, and no shirt. Uh, well, you, you, Joe, you were saying you can't be outside, but I think you're contradicting yourself a bit because I heard that we've got a Tales from the ODR with Joe. Boom, boom, boom. Boo! That is true, actually. So uh, I was out at the ODR uh, near my house this week. It was Tuesday, I think. And, um, you know, I was out there with a buddy just ripping around and then this older gentleman, you know, sits down, starts lacing up and jumps onto the ice. And this fucking guy is wearing skates that have full leather, brown leather boot and the like silver cast iron looking like metal blades on the bottom, like vintage, vintage skates. So, you know, we're skating around and we finally get a chance and I stop and talk to him and I asked him how long he's had those skates and he starts telling me he goes uh he didn't start playing hockey till about uh grade 12 okay and he only started playing because uh his like buddies were getting a team together and they needed bodies to fill the the ice right so uh and then he goes on to tell me that he bought he uh he was in a poker game in grade 12 and ended up winning a bit of cashola (laughs) and ended up using that those poker winnings to buy the skates that he's wearing. <laughs> and he bought these fucking skates back in 1972. <laughs> Still wearing them to this day. He's got, what a tape, he's got tape around his right toe. Cause they're finally starting to fall apart. And this guy was using a white Titan wood stick. Fucking right. Yeah. It's the yeah. I didn't know. So uh, you, OG you should, stood should... for older gentleman. I thought it was original <laughs> gangster. You should, you should uh, tell him to chuck some T blades on those fuckers and get Dude, it going. He was he was an old fucker. His teeth were all mangled too, so I think he's had a bit of a hard <laughs> life. But it was just it was pretty funny to watch him skate around because he was wearing those like Carhartt carpenter pants, but um, in like the jean color, like the jean print. So he was just flying around in those and his old ass skates fucking shooting pucks it was pretty fun to watch Man, you, you needed to nut up big time there and get a picture with him for the instagram i didn't even think about it i was just too busy you know ripping posting clop down bombers so 
Yeah, I was swooning over the guy. I was hoping he'd ask for is my number like to hang out. Is this like a Back to the Future situation? Like, is that actually you, like, <laughs> coming back trying to bang you in the past or something like that? <laughs> you said his teeth Dude, were a little wish. banged up. He had some cool skates. Well, he, he, uh, he had all of them. They were just kind of, oh, twi- had like, all. pretty fucking oh. twisted. Though, so it wasn't okay. me. Well, you never know. Medical science in the future might be able twisted to like, give you some twisted teeth. <laughs> It's actually twist and, and twisted fist. teas. Summer yeah, exactly. of 2045. <laughs> Dude, summer 2045 is probably going to be tight ass. Dude, fucking next summer when everything's open again, fucking it's going to be wild. It's going to be the ripping, roaring 20s all yes, over again. Uh, summer 2025, as I was talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I look, I look forward to uh, being able to, you know, leave my house and have some fun i'm just looking forward to golf season because i think that's going to be the only thing we're going to be able to do because you're able to social distance still so i'm really really hoping that uh it's not frowned upon for me to make a trip out to calgary and come hit the links with you boys i don't think it will be i think we're gonna be right back to like last last july here pretty quick as soon as winter's over like we're we're gonna be back into what we were doing last summer honestly i fucking hope so because i uh I, I paid for my golf membership last weekend so i'm officially a member now and i just i want to use it and if i don't get to use it i'm gonna be pretty fucking bummed that's sweet but we Big got like game. we're getting all the old old fogies are gonna be vaccinated by like it's by the time it's warm outside all the old people are vaccinated we can all go outside fucking do whatever we want outside and not catch her too bad like well, fuck a couple of couple of twenty year olds died from the COVID there in Calgary. Oh, last oh, weekend, yeah, so. definitely not. Not saying it's not going to take you out, but like with the, I'm just saying once the older people are like you know less of a risk, we can and we can hang out outside. Like then it's not as scary of a, you know, you don't you, you don't feel as big of a dick as uh, that. This you is know. true. And like to be honest, if the things that I've done in my life haven't killed me already. I don't think some fucking virus is going to be able to do it. So, yeah, exactly. Like, it's like it's not a good thing to catch by any means for for anybody, and the long term effects are completely unknown. But like, we're probably going to get really, really sick if we get it. But we're not necessarily the people that are going to be using up the hospital resources and hopefully you know, not and, and cause. Oh yeah, hope exactly. That's. You know, I mean, we grew up in the, the Kootenays. Should we should have pretty good immune systems, I would imagine. Well, I mean, I used to make when we used to have uh, parties down at the Glade Beach, like fires and drinking and shit. I used to mix just straight river water with vodka and drink that. So I think I'll be fine. <laughs> it was so oh, dude, good when I'm just, at, when I'm floating the slow can. I just go down two feet and then start pretending I'm drowning for a little bit to get hydrated and come back up. <laughs> It's good you for probably, you. Really. Probably drink a lot of my piss. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, no I, I'm always upstream from you, and I'm doing. Yeah, that. I'm, I'm pretty sure that you just pissed on yourself whenever you tried to pee in the river. So but actually, actually, last time we all went down there uh, last summer, I was trying to Fraser did the old pee in the can and made it look <laughs> real easy. I ended up just rinsing all over my stomach and having to jump in the water. <laughs> Yeah, it's really not too bad. You just you know take the thumb and the first two fingers and make a little like a thirty degree bend with her right into the top, and you can uh, yeah, I was, yeah, I was, just sprays in, no problem. 
I was pretty torqued, and my it was cold water. The ween wasn't really that long, so it kind of <laughs> slipped out of the top of the can. And I just I don't know I didn't have the concentration nor the willpower not to just warm yeah. myself up a little bit. Yeah, well, I'm not saying I didn't have to work the clay a little bit to get things going, <laughs> but just just finger with the finger the putty a bit. Yeah, yeah, just gotta yeah. warm her up just a touch there to get her malleable malleable. Yeah, yeah the artist will get it. You know, uh, you know the feeling when it's so small that it's like hard. That's what I was working with. Yeah, <laughs> needed to warm the clay up a bit. See, there, I was learning by sight. I needed to ask a few more questions. Yeah, sorry, I, I didn't run too long of a clinic there. I was just like, yeah, I'm pissing in a can. It's better than getting in the water and then floated away. <laughs> yeah, fucking right. Well, I actually heard that we're uh, we're blessed with a special guest today. Um, Simon the Stonk Counter. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Stonks with Simon. Uh, today we got uh, some big scoops for everybody. I, I don't know if everybody's heard, but there's been some shit going down in the stock market. And uh, it's, uh, it's all kind of started from uh, this group called Wall Street Bets on Reddit. Some of you may have heard of them. Some of you may be a part of that group. Uh, some of you might not fucking know what I'm talking about, but, uh, basically what they've done is, uh, they started buying a stock that's, uh, getting shorted and, uh, they're basically trying to fuck over like these big, uh, hedge fund guys. And, uh, it's just causing a lot of controversy. People are making money and it's a pretty good time. Uh, any questions? Yeah, How are they making money? Like- yeah, do you want to explain it a bit better than just saying a few <laughs> words? <laughs> okay, well, so hedge fund, anybody need a help with that one? Yeah. Explain Sweet. it Explain it to everybody like we're fucking five years old. Yeah, that's got, basic, basically where I'm at with this shit. Okay, so I got a really this... nice hedge and I haven't found any money in it at all. So <laughs> So there's this guy, let's call him Melvin, because I think that's his name. He's got a pretty big hedge fund, which is just a bunch of rich people gave him their his their money. And they're like, we want you to bet on the stock market. And he's like, okay, I'm going to bet that GameStop, and the, I'm going to use GameStop as the uh, uh, fucking example. I'm going to bet the GameStop is going to fucking keep going down and we can put him out of business. And if that bet comes true i'm gonna make a bunch of fucking money for all you motherfuckers okay wait how do they make money if it goes out of business because they're betting that it's gonna go out of business and so once they reach that bet like they they're like they're betting it's gonna go to four dollars a share and then it goes to four dollars a share and they make like 300 percent profit on it or whatever okay right they're basically just it's betting is what it is, right? So who are they betting against? So like, who are they saying, hey, if this goes down to four dollars a share, you have to give me this much money? Uh, they're betting against. Uh, fuck, I don't know who the fuck are they betting against? They're betting. They're putting placing a bet, but with like the broker against like the market and the and the stock essentially. Okay. Yeah, short kind of makes I, sense. I saw the big short. Never really got it. Thought Steve Carell was pretty <laughs> funny in it. But uh, <laughs> too movie, too fucking stolen for yeah, that movie. Really, if you want to know what a short is, that's f- fucking watch that movie and you can try to figure it out. <laughs> Anyways, continue on. Yeah. All right. So he's got this hedge fund. They're trying to short it, and and then 
what what Wall Street Bets was doing is they saw them trying to short it and they're like, yo, let's fucking everybody buy into it so that we can fuck their short. And then once you go like past the uh, level that they bought into, which so let's say they, they bought in the short at like 15 bucks, they have to actually start paying like the difference essentially. So now it's at 30 bucks. Now it's at 100 bucks. They, they're getting fucked and they have to pay a shit ton of money. In this which case, it's tight. in this case, it's billions of dollars. And then, so the the more that random people buy up stock, then at the time that they need to buy it back, the supply is so low that their demand is so so high that the stock price goes to the fucking moon. Essentially, they, and so they are obliged to buy it. Basically, from what I understand, yeah, so they pretty much forces the stock to buy. They have to buy it because it's like it's almost on loan. Like they buy these shares on loan, and so the loan expires at a certain date. And so when that loan expires, they basically have to buy. So if the loan expires tomorrow and the stock's at four hundred bucks, they have to buy a fucking four hundred bucks, and they just get fist fucked. Because they All have right. so many stocks. Yeah, because they have and like it, thousands, of hundreds of thousands of stocks that need yeah, to buy at that so, price, and it's worth so much money. Yeah. So basically, what it is is fuck the rich. Yeah, eat the fucking rich and let the poor become rich. I'm uh, I'm so, I'm just curious how this has never happened before. Is there some uh, well, legal legal issues that follow this? I can, I'll tell you a little bit on that then. So the reason this hasn't happened before is because it's been usually pretty hard to like trade in stocks and and also options like to do calls, which is also just betting on like buying the stock. But now they have all these apps that have like low fees that let the regular layman fucking make their own bets. And so people are using these apps to fucking place all these bets and fucking raise the stock. Specifically Robin hood in the States. Cause it's apparently like zero fee trading. So you put in, you know, a small amount of money, like hundred bucks or whatever. And you can start buying up those stocks with your hundred dollars and not have to pay any fees. Yeah. Yeah, well, if you're trading, I mean, I work, I worked in a bank for a while. I feel like an idiot not knowing much about this. But <laughs> the financial industry, you used to be our financial expert, Devin. Well, yeah, what I, shit happened? I'm, I'm, well, I'm just asking questions as, as a naive bystander. But essentially, if you're trading out of a TFSA, you're just paying commissions. Yeah. Um, and so, from that point of view, if you got extra money, uh, really, if this, if it takes off the way it's supposed to, and and the amounts where it is when it expires you're kind of guaranteeing yourself to make some money which is pretty fucking cool well and what happened today um i don't know if simon went over it because i went to take a leak but like uh robin hood stopped allowing people in the states to trade and buy those stocks that they were talking about so like gamestop uh amc and blackberry there's one more i think nokia yeah uh they just stopped allowing people to buy them and the reason being, which is freaking crazy, so that Melvin guy I mentioned earlier who has this big hedge fund, he's getting extra money from this com- company called Citadel, and they own Robinhood. And so they're like, we're going to lose a fuck ton of money, so instead we're just going to do some illegal shit and stop y'all from buying this share and just pay the fines because that's going to be cheaper. cheaper. <laughs> so it's been some, uh, been some pretty sketchy shit going on in the financial world the last couple of days so if you guys hear about it or read about it that's why and you can thank us for filling in
Really? Yeah, I, I bought some AMC stock. I'm hoping that it uh, pays for a new driver for me. I'm excited about it. I'm holding That'd some BlackBerry, sweet. Nokia, and some uh, GameStop. And, you know, we're not giving financial advice here, but fucking, you know. Like, really, Devin? Like, like with how cheap AMC is right now, you need it to go up, like, honestly, not a lot for it to cash out for you. So I think it, I think there's probably a pretty good po- probability that you'll be getting a new driver. Well, yeah, I, let's, let's hope so. I predict that it'd probably be, I see it going to, like, 60 bucks within the next three weeks, so. So you heard it here. Yeah. Don't take uh don't take our advice. We're not financial advisors by any means, but also take our advice and get rich. But when you go poor, don't blame us. Yeah, yeah you can you can buy a, a new uh zero issue our moms don't like you beer horn with your money that you make. We'll have that up be, and running. Yeah, absolutely. I'm also, I'm also gonna get some shirts made um that say ODR Joe and um Stonks you can, with uh, you can use some of that money to pay for uh, your subscription to my uh, OnlyFans account as well. So, you know, it'll uh, benefit everybody in the long run. Well, and uh, where do we find that at again? I, I uh, lost it. Uh, currently, it's uh, Sexy Tubby Brew Boy 69. Uh, but in a few months, I'm going to be changing it to Sexy Fit Brew Boy 69. So, uh, I'll just I'll let everybody know when the change is ready. Uh, all right, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, just be I'm ready gonna, for it. Re- gonna, re- realistically, uh, what I'll do is I'll just change my username so all existing subscribers don't have to resubscribe because I'm not trying to cheat you out of money. I just want you to see my incredible thighs and butt. So that's very. You know, how many do, do you legitimately have this? And if so, how many pictures do you have up right now? Uh, I haven't quite set it up yet. Uh, <laughs> still, still in the process, but I'm just getting the name out there lots and often so people yeah. remember it. We could um, we could do an Our Moms Don't Like You OnlyFans and post pictures of us drinking beer in our underwear at funny places. That would that's be fun. In, that's interesting. We could probably do that on Twitter, though, too. I was going to say, uh, that seems like an just, Instagram thing. Just get people to like us and not spend money on us because yeah. no, one, no one listening would ever spend any money on us. And, uh, and if you Grant disagree, Matthews. fucking send us some money. Yeah. Grant Matthews <laughs> will spend money on us. I guarantee it. Yeah. And I respect that poor soul. <laughs> <laughs> He's our day one. Yeah. <laughs> he loves us. We He's love our, he, Grant Matthews is our ride or die. And once hey, you man. get one, usually somebody else does it. So, yeah. When you feel the shake, you can't forget the quake. And that's the earthquake. <laughs> oh god, I love that kid. This huge fucking chode. Yeah. Oh, I was so happy to play a little Catan. Him and Taylor and Brendan. We fucking chucked a couple cards around, and it's such a good game, Catan. Yeah. Fucking Offic- big, official big sponsor. Fan. We're gonna get an our moms don't like you Catan collab. You'll, you'll have Thrums, Calcigar, Glade. <laughs> Well, no, Glade, the, Glade produces the entrail will be the hard narcotics. Yeah. No, Glade's on the weed tra- trail. You get assorted metals. <laughs> yeah. Cathagar is lumber. Blade, drum, lumber. Blade drums are the herbs. N- yeah. Nelson's <laughs> wool because it's a bunch yeah. of douchebags there. <laughs> bunch of sheep herders over there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bunch of sheep fuckers. Robson can be the gold, I guess, because there was yeah. a mine up there. Oh, and, yeah. the, uh, and you could get those uh, you could buy those cards whatever they're called the 
whatever, and some of them have severe drinking implications. <laughs> get an yeah, expansion like, pack for it. The lose two development cards, gain alcoholism. <laughs> the the development cards will be shotgun three beer. Yeah, or you or you win the game. There's one that just says everyone else shotguns and you win. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty sweet. Might have to put that together. <laughs> Flop your dick on the table and win. <laughs> Yeah, if yeah. you pull your if you pull out your dick or pussy and slap it on the table, you win the game. Or well, yeah, well, you actually you're allowed to build a road as long as uh, your longest pew. <laughs> However <laughs> centimeters long it is is how many roads you get to build. Yeah, um, we round down though. To be fair, man, I've yeah. been shaving. <laughs> Simon, you'd be losing then. I know. Yeah, well, you gotta find. You know, you gotta like. Uh, some other smarts to you. You can win another way, but you yeah, know. you could just grow. You could just grow out one really long ball hair just for the game. The Actually, rat tail have, of the. There's pubes. always one. There's always one. <laughs> I might so, get yeah. that going right at the top. Second dick. You braid it tight enough. Interesting. Second dick. <laughs> yeah. Second dick. <laughs> Shan comes home from from working her ass off to put food on the table, and you and she asks you what you've been doing. You show her, and she's like, "What's that?" You're like, "Oh, it's just a second dick." <laughs> I th- I think she'd be grateful. I don't think she'd be into that. <laughs> it's it's something use. she something she could finally choke on. Shannon's <laughs> oh, oh. looking at me from across the room, so right now. <laughs> I uh, fucking roasted you, you club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got me good. Got me that good. was the sickest burn we've ever had on this podcast. Holy shit. Yeah, I love hurt. that you were fast enough to hit the horns there. That made me oh, feel real good. Sorry, I'm uh I'm watching the Flames game at the same time, so I was a little bit uh, uh wasn't on the right score? page. No, that, that was, was for Devin's sick burn. Yeah, good horns. Uh hey, out- a burn word. Pardon? Nothing. The burn ward. I uh, (laughs) I haven't actually burned myself at all that much recently, and that's because uh, my wife's been so happy with my second dick. She's been doing a lot of cooking for me. (laughs) Haven't had to burn myself. You're not allowed around the hot stuff anymore, hey? Yeah. No, she was tired of me always whining about getting burnt and stuff. So she even put a code on the microwave. Yeah, yeah, I, I I know it says lock somewhere on one of those buttons, but you hold it for three seconds or four. I haven't figured it out yet. It <laughs> might be five, but I'm not patient enough. But uh, actually, on, on the topic of that, I wanted to come out and say I've I have been physically abused twice in the last two days, and <laughs> I just want to come out and tell the public because it hurt. It hurt me. It hurt me. Um, well, yesterday, today, today is the yesterday. day to talk about it. Exactly. Yesterday, she um, stabbed me in the neck with her thumb by accident. <laughs> Seems I've, not that bad. <laughs> if, you've ever, if you've ever seen the, the meme of it's two dinosaurs and it's a uh, talk dumb, get the thumb. <laughs> One of them stabbing their bony thumb into the neck. That's exactly what happened to me. It's just practicing thumb gunning on your jugular. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. It gave me a, like I almost was bleeding. Almost. It was a little bit red and it hurt. <clears throat> Ouch. Are you like are you gonna, then, are you gonna survive today? <laughs> well, I, I barely recovered from that. And then earlier today, 
I was, she was looking in the mirror. She's like, oh, I look so cute. And I'm like, yeah, you do. I come up behind her. She goes to flick her hair back, ends up stuffing her pinky finger, main finger in down my throat. Like I, I came up behind her to give her a kiss on the cheek. She just throws her hair back, ends up throwing her hand back halfway down my neck. I tasted the cuticle and she just sliced the shit out of my gums. And I've just been abused. And here she is actually to comment on that. <laughs> you tried to get behind me and I didn't know you were behind me. And so you snuck up on me. I just defended myself like I would. Oh, well, Shan, you gotta, Shan, you got to use the rear view mirror, man. You got to look behind you. Yeah, well, that's what I tried to tell her because she was standing in the mirror looking at herself and I walked up behind her and was making eye contact with her in the mirror. You don't just back your car up without looking in the mirrors, so fuck, use the bathroom mirror. (laughs) Oh, she's going to, she's hitting me again, you guys. (laughs) Do we need to call the uh, OCP? Whatever the hell they're called there? Well, Thunder Bay actually has its own police force. Thank you very much. Okay, sorry. Well, domestic the, violence is up. The, so. the TBPD. Uh, oh, yeah. I think I she's think just. What it is. I think she's just trying to show you that she wants to get a bit more kinky, and you're just not cluing in. Well, she I tried to, to let you know. I can, but she uh, sliced me up pretty good. She just wants to let you know that she's the dom. That's all. Yeah, roles uh, have been switched. Interesting. Yeah, that's. Uh, not what she normally says, but I mean, I, I should be taking her verbal cues wrong and should be listening to her physical cues a little bit better. It's always your, it's always the recipient's fault. Okay. Yeah. She victim has been blaming. doing a lot of victim blaming today. <laughs> Anyways, on the note of, um, I mean, on a serious note, it, we're recording this on the bell. Let's talk, uh, day and um personally i just want to say that mental health is very important and if you're ever struggling please reach out to a friend or call the uh hotline talk to somebody get it off your chest and now we're going to go a completely different direction and fraser is going to tell you how he feels about it well i i really appreciate that intro there Devin, because i do believe everything that you have said and i think it's very important and i just uh don't think the bell should be making so much money off of uh, everybody's problems. You know, like speaking for this podcast, we don't need to get into a big fucking dick measuring contest of who's the mopiest alcoholic with substance abuse problems. Like, it's like <laughs> well, we could go on all day about that. It'd be a four way tie, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. We've everybody's got problems. We've all been through it. We've all talked about it. And it's, it's important shit. I agree 100%. Talk about it. But, Bell, big surprise. Guess whose fucking stock went up today? Bell. Free fucking advertising. Do you think their five cents or whatever they put down isn't worth six to them in advertising? They have somebody did the fucking math. Like, there's no way a publicly traded company is going to go, hey, we're going to just give away a bunch of money and, uh, it's going to negatively affect your share price. So you can suck it. It's not what they fucking do. Look at Robin hood happened today, same day. So just got to say, I appreciate everybody that thinks that it is helping, even though maybe it's, you know, helping them advertise, but think about it's it every a, day. 
Man. Think about it every it's, day. Uh, it's, it's a, a two-edged sword, right? So you've got corporate greed, which comes in. But you also, you know, on the other side of it, you have people bringing a little bit more, uh, shining a bit of more of a light on it. And if, I mean, if if Bella makes money and, and a few people get the help they need, I'm totally for that side of it. But I do understand where you're coming from completely. It's, but you know what they could really do? Take that same amount of money and just do those things they're going to do. You know, like well, them, them saying, like putting out this video, like how much did, how much money did they put into that fucking guy pouring a fucking glass of water into a plant this year? Okay. Yeah. First and foremost, Wasn't that's that not Michael just Bublé? any, yeah, it's not any random it's guy. Like, that is the, that is the soul of our generation. That is our, that is our Canadian angel voice right there. Yeah. But, but uh, all right. Well, no, I, so he can fucking pour a bubbly right into his own asshole and fucking <laughs> pour it onto somebody's face and make their day better. Like it's well, he, he's, he, he made he made a bunch of money doing that ad. I know it, but the guy can actually that guy can actually uh, take a bit of a clap bomb, which I was pretty impressed by. See, so I'm gonna like I agree with what both of you are saying, and deep down I know that Michael Bublé probably made money to do that little commercial, but I hope that he did it for free. Just because what they're doing, um, it is a good cause. It's a good movement. Like on, like it should be something that has no stigma around it, and people should feel comfortable to ask for help all year round, like without any issues. Uh, and today's a good day because, like you know, celebrities and shit who have millions of followers bring up Bell Let's Talk Day. Um, but at the same time, Fraser, you are right. Like Bell's making fucking a ton of money off of this, which it it feels dirty, to be honest. Like they're using helping people to make money, which is dirty. Yeah, and that 100%, is hundred percent. That's pure evil. There's literally no retribution from that. That's like no, it like, is evil. And like people, let me let me take you home, drunk lady, and then maybe you can fucking suck my dick and not remember it. Like that's what well, Bell's and, fucking doing to the whole fucking planet right now. Well, and the thing too is that like Bell doing this mental uh, health awareness day, everybody thinks that Bell's like this really good like forward company, right? Like thinking about the the poor man and like the person who's struggling and shit like that, especially during this pandemic that's been going on for a fucking year now. And where like mental health has never been higher because people have been stuck at home for months at a time and like can't see friends and do anything. But meanwhile, they're just making fucking millions of dollars while they're donating maybe like, you know, a couple hundred grand from every five cent post well, that gets made. And you know what really fucking help out is cutting their goddamn prices on the monopoly that they have on the whole fucking country. So that's the I other mean, thing. They that's just the other thing too. The balls. Yeah. Well, and like I'm gonna actually I'm gonna branch off a little bit here uh, onto Telus, who brags yeah. about brags about. Uh, giving cell phones and like connecting homeless people and like mil- they they brag about giving cell phone plans to millions of people a year, and it's like, well, if you can afford to fucking give free cell phones and plans to people who can't afford it, like you can fucking lower your goddamn cell phone prices for everybody. Yeah, just so make it up so anyone can pay for. Yeah, it. so then it's more accessible for everyone, and you don't have to brag about doing charity. But yeah. as well, these big a, corporations, a- that's all it is: is it's saving face and bragging about doing. Charity. Well, it, it's yeah. it's what it really is is just like honestly as bad as it sounds to say it's just good business good marketing and i mean i'll just come out and say it this year has been uh a real tough one for me with my mental health and i actually 
um, started going on medication right around December 1st for the first time ever um, for some anti-anxiety issues. I've had anxiety my whole life, but I got really bad due to COVID. And in Fraser's defense, I will say that it, for me, you know, I'm a lucky, I guess I'm lucky that I had the self-awareness to go and get help on my own. I didn't need, you know, like a day like today to happen. But I mean, at the end of the day, no matter what they do, Bell is going to figure out a way to make money. And at the end, I guess the only thing that I have to say is that if they're going to put awareness to something, I'm, I'm happy to support um, mental health because it affects me. But yeah, all it is is a marketing scheme. And there's there's companies out there doing way worse things and making more money. So it's just it's it's kind of fucked no matter which way you look at it. But I'm I'm cool with more people um getting the word out and trying to break the stigma, like Joe said, because it is helpful, yeah. man. Like I've been on medication well, now for yeah. two and a half months and it's helped me significantly. So it's if it it's gives not- somebody the courage to go out and get help, I'm to- I'm all for it. It's not only just like the courage and the awareness to go get help, right? It's is as bad as it is like Bell is for this marketing scheme and shit like that. But they do fund like the actual resources for those people who do want to go seek help to actually get the help, right? Because like without like these big days where all this money is raised, those resources just cannot operate because they don't get the funding that they actually need. So it is, it's definitely a two edged sword where it's like this company is a motherfucker for trying to like, they're profiting off of people's problems, but at the same time, they are actually going to be helping those people who need it. So it's just, it, it's just one of those things where you kind of have to support it because you want to help people out and just try to almost turn a blind eye to them making a buttload of money, which also sucks a lot. So it's yeah. best said in that song where it goes, that's life. That's life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very it true. Sucks, but very true. You know, it's, it's one of those things. I do get, I do, I do honestly get where you're coming from though, Fredo. Like, yeah. I just, I just, I, I literally cannot support it. I see what you guys are saying and I understand the money goes to a good place, but I would rather just like myself put $10 to fucking the guy that's outside of Safeway every night at fucking minus 15 at, well, at my I mean, place. Like, it's like, well, that. you can, you can support the movement by yeah. not, but not support bell. Right. Like if you want to yeah. support mental health awareness and like resources and shit like that, donate to the fucking, the helpline, like the suicide line or right. things like that. Right. Like right. give them your money directly instead of, well yeah, and like and like i like i'm guilty of it today the podcast is guilty of it today like making posts about bell let's talk like guilty yeah, of it and for you, sure. you, yeah you might you might as well do it you might as well do it but like yeah if you really want to support it then like actually send your money to these resources yourself so you know that they're actually going to help people and not just put into the pockets of the bell ceo so yeah there is, there, there is a you know, we have to think too that not all of our viewers have a uh, an IQ of twelve, and there is probably people out there that have money to donate, and it's possible that because of this, they go, "Oh fuck!" Like, okay, that's a yeah. good cause, and we'll that's donate true. to that cause today. You know, so yeah, like if, if that, we can, I think that if, a lot of people can see through it, like we can. Um, but honestly, also, like, why not make posts and and just you know make make them pay that five cents right like if you if it's out there and they're gonna make money anyways why not 
do yeah. whatever you can. But but at the same time, who who posted on any other 364 other days of the year that exact same message? It's like that's, is it that's that's a really good point. Is it like well, is everybody just chiming like it's I understand it's a valuable message to be spreading, but there's like there's also a lot of that just like Oh, it's Earth Day. Let's hashtag Earth Day. It's fucking like it's no, just it's just the cause of the day. No, that's yeah, and they, they turn it true. into the cause of the day by turning into it as a day, an annual thing. And it's not the no, cause of the day. It's the cause fair. of every single day. They I like, also sorry, they also like uh what was I gonna say? Um there like like we've said before, there is a, there's a stigma behind it, and you don't want to be that girl from your high school that's constantly complaining about her mental health on social media, right? Like, yeah. it kind of gives some people an outlet to go, "Oh, it's the day," and then they tell their story, right. and that could help somebody, right? right? Like, yeah, I, think, I don't know. For I think me, like even just saying that I've had I've gone on medication is not like an easy thing to do because you don't want to be known no, as that person that's like complaining about your situation. Because we see it. There's people out there that like milk it pretty hard for attention. And I think, I don't know. It's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like on a scale, which way is it going to benefit? You don't know, but whatever. I think, I think the biggest thing is that it, uh, well, hopefully anyway, is that it, it kind it's trying to end the stigmatism, especially around like men asking for help about their mental issues. Right. Because yeah, it's more, it's more of an issue for men to like, say that they're struggling with something you know because then they're feeling totally. feelings and shit like that right so if it helps fucking you know 600 guys go out and get help and 300 or 600 women at the same time then it's fucking it's a good cause but i know what you're saying and you know it's fucking it is what it is we've uh we've kind of rattled on about this for i think as long as we fucking need to at this point everyone yeah. knows oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, let's, no, we uh, haven't actually we haven't heard anything from Simon, so let's get Simon's opinion. No, I actually fell asleep there for a sec. <laughs> uh, Simon didn't even know what day it was today, so yeah, I'm trying to figure it all out. Uh, well, the sovereign know. nation of Glade does not observe Bell and yeah. Talk Day. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't even have Bell service in Glade, so. Look, I'll, I'll say this: I'm I'm pretty anti-corporate, but I'm also pretty pro mental health, so I'll leave it at that. Yeah, that's all. That's, that's all pretty, we need. That's all that we sums up say, the pod actually. right there. That's actually that's the pod's opinion. <laughs> uh, but I also actually I want to tag on. It is uh, the anniversary of the Challenger disaster. Uh, seven very very intelligent people were going up to space to do uh, some good shit for all of mankind. One of them, an elementary school teacher, and there's probably 25 kids that watched their hero explode in the sky on live TV today. 25 years ago that was pretty nuts hey yeah and it all i've learned about it in about fucking 20 different engineering classes at this point like you hear about it a billion different times and it doesn't get any less sad it's uh some seriously horrible shit and that's that's also january 28th you guys so if anybody else wants uh, more information on that there is a really good documentary on netflix about it um peep into that it's a good one good watch uh i will say though another thing with corporate greed government greed uh government pride uh i don't think that they should have gone up there uh lots of shit shit was going sideways before that happened yeah exactly uh, 
that's that's the government coming in being like we want to be known as the well yeah. that was that was part of the cold war right like they're racing russia to get to space yeah or like yeah. humans to space so there's there's a few real sketchy doings that went on before that and they just wanted to like get the glory and they risked quite a few people's lives and yeah that totally. was that is fucked up but uh yeah, it's it's all the big men trying to drag us down and suck us for our pennies. So let's get on the stonks and take it back. Yeah, boys. Get the stonks, yeah. but uh, buy, buy the dip. There you go. Yeah. Uh, anyways, though, boys, I watched the second episode of Tiger uh, last this week. Did Fraser, did Fraser, did you watch him? No, I uh, have not. So I've got some thoughts on the second episode. Uh, okay. First of all, it's a fucking emotional roller coaster that episode. Like it's wild. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's, uh, it's, like it's, it's fucked. <laughs> he's, like, he's, he's going like, off the rails. <laughs> like everybody knows the story of what happened. Like, you know, he fucking crashed his car and then all the like scandals came out a bit about him sleeping with other women and shit like that. Uh, but they dive way deeper into it in the se- second episode and it's insane. Uh, like I'll start off with saying that my favorite line from that episode is uh, there's a I think it was a, a sports reporter talking and he's talking about uh, Tiger coming back in the Masters and he's tied with two other players in the last round on a Sunday and the two other players are like oh yeah we're so we're so excited about being in the hunt with Tiger on a Sunday and all this shit and the reporter comes on and he goes no you fucking don't because <laughs> Tiger's such a killer. And then they uh, they show video of the two players that he's tied with just fucking swamping their balls into the water, and then Tiger putting it like eighteen feet from the hole, and like it's just insane. That was like the greatest like mental destruction of two people I've ever seen on live TV in my life. Oh, it was insane. And then wow. like I think it was what year was it? The two thousand eight U.S. Open where he fucking won on a broken leg, like his knee, cr- his like leg broke during one of his shots. And then his caddy came over and he's like, Hey Tiger, like I think it's time to, you know, like retire. You're like, it's like you're on a broken leg. And he goes, Shut the fuck up. I'm gonna win this. And then yeah. he goes and wins the tournament. Like it's fucking insane. It's like the only two two athletes that I know of that are in that category of just absolute fucking mental power is him and Michael Jordan. Just like the way that they operate they i think that both of them could have done anything in sports or anything in in any facet of the world and would have just been dominant because their like need and desire to win is so much higher than everyone else's yeah it was just that obsessive mentality of winning that just like propelled them to the peak of their individual sports yeah it's pretty gnarly man like he would go to he was like a. He was trying to live like a. He looks kind of like a nerd, and he's a golfer, and he's living like a rock star life in Vegas, just like hooking up with a ton of chicks. And I mean, he's pretty scummy. And then, like, the thing that was really weird oh, to me shit. was that he fucking went off and like went and did like runs with the special ops. Yeah, that was super into that. And I'm like, like after his I, dad died, he did that. It was wild. Yeah, and you could just see like. Over like the beginning and like for, throughout the whole course of the documentary, you can just see him losing it slowly, right? Yeah. Like he's hitting his breaking point, and it it happens so slowly that I don't think anyone saw it happening in real time. But when you're watching from when he's a kid and how his dad was till the end, you're like, this guy's gonna fucking break, and oh, yeah. he he fucking did. I and I then, do. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. 
I mean, he's come back, like, fixed his swing, but, like, basically the way he was swinging a club for so long just, like, did such long-term damage. Oh, the torque on his back, man. You saw how fast his fucking yeah, it, shoulders it, were moving there. Like It fucked him up for a long time. I, I think he's still, like, a competent golfer. I don't know if he'll uh, do what he wants in getting the, the think, fucking majors that he wants to I mean, I out. think... All it's gonna take is he needs he needs three weekends where he's just fucking on it. Like he's not he doesn't have to. He, I don't think he has to hit the ball as far as he used to, but he just has to make the shots. And well, that's what happens. That's what happens a lot. Like when like the top ten guys kind of fall down the leaderboard, the win the winner of the tournament is usually the guy who just plays the most consistent golf, right? Yeah. Like there are guys on the tour that can just show up and if they play their game, you, you're like, okay, we're fucked. Like we can't win. We can't beat these guys. Like Dustin Johnson in his prime last year, when he plays the best golf he can play, no one's going to touch him. He's a thug right now still. So, yeah. So, uh, I do have a question for you guys. Not well, Fraser hasn't seen it, but, um, what are your guys' thoughts on all of his uh, mistresses that came out to the media about their relationships? I'll speak first. I'll say they are pretty hot, and that's my only opinion. <laughs> Pass it on. Uh, in what regard? Like, do you think that – what are you asking about them? Well, I mean, for me personally, uh, like, from the sounds of it, the way that Tiger Woods treated them was, like, super man- manipulative and shit like that. Yeah, I think he's. Um, I think he's a scumbag. Honestly, like he's he just, just like he's scum. But like coming out to the public, I think is fucking. It's a weird move. It's like it's it's like a move where you're just trying to seek attention. I think, like you're yeah, trying to or, ruin, or you're, or aiming to ruin his life for sure. I think they're but, trying to unruin their own lives. You know, because like they could be known as like the you know there's probably a lot of crazy sports fans out there that blame the women when it's like no you gotta blame tiger woods just as much right like it's just it's so weird to me though like because especially once they start going on those talk shows like they're probably getting paid for those appearances on the talk shows oh yeah but i mean like if you don't if you don't if, if you don't want girls to come out and air your dirty laundry don't cheat on your wife and then if you were well, if you're, yeah that's that's obviously that's obvious but still it's like yeah i don't know that's i a, guess it's that's kind of a given of the equation it's like, are yeah, we just like, all about finding double-edged swords today here fucking boys? Yeah. oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're being asked on your views dude so i don't know it's, it's just it's strange. Like I, like his wife seemed like a fucking sweetheart. Oh, she like, seemed like an angel. And just like I don't know, I don't, I don't have a lot of sympathy for guys. That, also, like the but best she hit him in the head of the golf club, though. I think. Also, <laughs> the best no. golfer in the world, pretty handsome and fucking worth a billion dollars. So it's like, man, they're, they're trying there's to a lot of shit. Yeah, you gotta deal with a lot of shit, man. People are throwing it themselves at you, fucking left, right, and center. Well, we're a part of like probably like the uh, bottom sixty percent of the best podcasts in the world. And I'm I've been a good boy so far, so I think we're top sixty percent for sure. Oh, in quality, top five. Um, but no, I I mean I'd say we're yeah. one pretender, boys. But uh, the the one thing that would have been nice would be. Yeah, like to hear from somebody that he like is tight with, but it seemed like he like even his caddy man, like he just dropped his caddy, like that's, stopped talking to him. Like that's actually just, so insane to me that like 
that guy was his caddy for fucking however many years, years or 15 something. years like and then they're not playing for a little while and the caddy and like a friend of the caddy is like hey will you come caddy for me and he's like yeah and then tiger's group is like if you caddy for your friend tiger's gonna fire you and he's like no way there's, and then like, he fires no like, and then he just but he cuts him out as a friend too like absolutely zero contact after that this, 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 guy was the, this guy was the best man at Tiger's wedding. Or no, hope, Tiger, Tiger was his best man at his wedding. I, I hope that it pressures Tiger into doing a Netflix documentary, uh, Michael Jordan style, and then we get like the other side of the story. That yeah. would actually be insane. Yeah. Hearing from him directly. Because like you know that Tiger's life was more wild than Michael Jordan's. Allegedly. Allegedly. You don't, you don't, you don't know like – but Michael, like, Jordan, Michael Jordan's hoes probably just didn't run their mouth, man. It's because he probably yeah. threatened it, them if they did. But, but that's not that's not wild necessarily. Like I feel like Tiger's a little more international. Like he's uh, dude. MJ was fucking like, just as international, dude. Like, but like, but you you you're always playing basketball in America for the most part. Like no, Michael Bolton, Jackson was massive in Asia, massive Mike, in Europe. Michael Jackson. Michael yeah. Jack, are we talking Jack Jordan? Or Jordan? <laughs> Who are we talking about now all of a sudden here? Holy. MJs, man. They're both MJs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that they they both reached the same level of stardom. And I know that Mike Michael Jordan was one for hitting hitting Vegas and, and fucking sipping well, there's, the... There's oh, videos I'm sure of Michael Jordan shit to do there. and Tiger together in Vegas. Like, Yeah, they're both yeah. there. Michael yeah, Jordan, oh, oh, yeah. Michael Jordan, like introduced Vegas to Tiger. The '92 Dream Team made Michael Jordan an international superstar. You know, you know who. I'm not saying sh- he's not an international superstar. I'm no, saying you know, yeah. you know who needs a show though. of their own. It's a national Rodman. Yeah, that guy needs a, a Rodman docu- needs yeah, a documentary yeah. of his own, man. Like that he's, guy was fucked. I think he's the only American that's ever banged Kim Jong Un. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that guy actually has the craziest life. Do you remember in the Michael Jordan documentary when he said he just like tagged that stripper on the floor in the change room? Yeah, yeah. yeah I I'd watch the crap out of that. Fucking yeah, wild. he would just he would just fuck off for like four days in between games, and nobody would hear from him. And then he would just show up to practice and kill it. He would like, just ride off on his hog and go hang out with rappers. Man, he was yeah. fucking g. Yeah, I know. I. I don't know. The whole, I've never really been a huge fan of Tiger, but his legacy and how fucking crazy that guy's work ethic is and how good he is at golf, you have to respect it. Absolutely. If we, if we ever get big enough, we've got to reach out to Tom Green and get him on because he partied with Dennis Rodman one time. Nice. That'd be wild. That's a I think wild I could, he is Canadian. I, he's a Canadian I think I could guy. only do one night partying with Dennis Rodman. If you did three, it'd put you in your grave. Like, yeah. that guy went hard from the sounds of it, so. Well, I think the thing is, you know, it, it isn't just one night, though. Like, the, no, the night the never really ends. Like <laughs> No, he, he goes from fucking when the game ends until when the next game starts. So that might be, you know, three days, four days, maybe a week, maybe two days. Like, it just depends. Yeah, I think he Pretty doesn't well. ever really hop off the sauce. I could see him banging lines at halftime, man. The guy's a nut. Well, yeah, they played in the 90s, so it's a bit of a different time. Who man, sports in the 90s in general were fucking amazing. See, I feel like sports in like the 80s would have been better because, you know, they're hacking darts on the bench and in the dressing room and shit, probably <laughs> bucking coke. Like, 
Have you? It's so. Have you seen that interview with? Uh, I think it's been Chicklets. They talked to Hal Gill, defenseman from the Montreal Canadiens for a while. And when he came, he he got traded to a different team. I forget what it was, but um, he tr- was drinking beer in between periods and he got fucking. Guy. He yeah. got healthy, scratched, and like all this shit. And he's like, "What the fuck? Like, <laughs> what is wrong with you guys? Like, we're drinking beers." usually after the game he's like i get it like after the game yeah like we're gonna obviously have beers but he's like i'll crack one or two between periods if it was a rough period <laughs> These That's people, are just, people are just staring at him like he's a fucking alien it's like the good I old really, days are gone man i really like the interviews with um like uh the K- kachuk like keith kachuk and like brett hall where like They'll just go into overtime and be like, no, I'm staying out the whole period because we're going to Vegas after this. And then go score 10 seconds into the period so they can go party. Like, it's fucking unreal. Yeah. I mean, now everyone's just, like, so tip-top athletic. Well, like, they all just, like, play Xbox instead of going partying with the boys and shit like that. So, Yeah. I mean, that's why you got to – that's why there's the glue guys, the locker room guys, you know, like your Zach Cassians, you know. Before he got clean, he would have been a riot in Vancouver. I know 64 people that said they did cocaine with him in the Roxy bathroom. That's the only 64, reason I went to the a... Roxy was in hopes that I could buck lines with Zach Cassian. <laughs> Worth the cover. Worth the price of admission for sure. Well, I think Is it's it, uh, Yeah, was it worth the pile? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I think it's about pile edition time. Yeah, from one pile to another. Yeah. I'll, uh, I've got a soft one, so I'll just I'll start. Um, same day at the ODR that I met that uh, that old timer wearing those. Let's give him a, let's give him a name. Ah, uh, he was old, so uh, let's go with uh, oh, Eugene. No, not that old. Not Eugene. Not old. that old. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> not Eugene. Old. Paul. Uh, yeah, Paul. Paul's a fitting name, I think. <laughs> yeah, nice. Same day that I met Paul. Uh, poker, poker, Paul. Poker, Paul. I was, uh, you know, he had left. Whatever. I was out there, kind of by myself, and then this dad and his kid show up, and this dad's got his kid fucking running the same hockey drill over and over and over for about forty-five fucking minutes. Like oh. he would like shoot the puck at the boards. The kid would have to pick it up and then go shoot on the net. Kept doing it over and over and over again. And if the kid did it, not like the dad wanted he'd cut he'd fucking give him a stern talking to and then make him do it over again faster and then at one point this fucking dad started like filming his kid doing this and like yelling at him and shit and like making him do it over and over and over again on his phone like filming it and it's like i don't know if this dad's like filming him to get ready for college or the nhl or like maybe just doing home videos but from the looks of it, it looked like he was grooming him to get to the NHL. And the kid's like, I don't know, fucking 12 years old. And it's like, man, you're on an ODR in January. Like, just fucking let the kid skate around and have some fun. Try some shit with the puck that he wouldn't do in a game. Like, he just wants That's to be wild. a kid. Like, he just wants to be a fucking kid, man. Like, let him go around, skate around. Like, play one-on-one with him. But, like, be soft. Let him skate around you. Like, just have fucking fun with the kid. Mean instead, this dad's fucking like yelling at him, doing drills and shit, and it's like, man, come on, like just fuck off. Like he clearly I'll... just watched the Tiger documentary, and he's like, yeah. that dad's not figured <laughs> out. Man. Like those types of dads, because I've seen those types of dads on that same ODR a couple times. 
and they can all just go into the pile. Like they're fucking they 12 years that... old. They're 12 years old. Fuck. Like that's not just... a soft, that's not a soft pile, dude. That's a hard like, pile. That guy like sounds fucking... fucking terrible. Like just go out there and have fun with your kid. Like go out there and play hockey with him. There don't was make, a, don't make him do drills. It's not practice. Just go fucking enjoy the outdoors with your kid during a pandemic and have some fucking fun. There was a kid that I played baseball with growing up. Um, and his dad would always ask like my dad coached, he'd always ask to assistant coach and the guy was a fucking plug, but my dad was just like, I could use the hand. So he'd always show up. Right. And his name Ryan Giesler, the kid. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Uh, no and um like the kid liked baseball a lot like you could tell he liked the game but you could just slowly watch him lose interest in the game and like he wasn't that good like he never made rep teams or team bc or anything like that like he wasn't going anywhere but his dad would keep him after practice and they'd work on the things that he got wrong and the kid never got better. Like he was just doing what he could, you know, but this dad, like, you know, he could, he was like, he's going to play in the MLB or he's going to play college ball. And it's like, buddy, like, even if he was good enough, you're ruining the game for him because it's not fun for him anymore. Cause he's fucking getting fucking run through drills. Like if the kid asks you like, Hey, like, can we go run drills? I want to get better at this. Like, that's one thing. But the guy would be screaming at him if he dropped a fly ball or something. The dad would just go nuts, and it's like, buddy, shut the fuck up! Like we would well, practice, we practiced pitching on the dad, and the dad couldn't hit our shit when we were like fourteen. So it's like you're he's not coming from a good breed of baseball players. Like you, just leave him alone. Well, exactly. All you're doing is fucking you're ruining the game that your kid loves for them because you're making it so much of a chore to have to go out there and do that shit instead of just like letting them go out and have fucking fun where they're going to pick things up on their own. If like, if they're good enough, they're going to get good. And if they're not good enough, drills aren't going to fucking help. So let them just have fun. And that's why there's a coach that knows way more than you do as a dad. That's fucking like my, my cousins, uh, my cousin plays like, I don't know, just under junior a, whatever that level would be. And like, they pay a lot of money and the coaches are paid coaches. Like, the parents aren't going to know nearly as much shit. So like when they're at practice, yeah, tell them to fucking buckle down and keep focused. But like you're at an ODR, like that should be like your fun place as a kid. And you know, these, these parents, the ones that are out on the ODR, like doing practices with their kids are the same dads that are fucking nose up to the glass during a game, fucking (laughs) screaming at the top of their lungs at the referee and the coach. and Yeah. They're, they're the same dads that are getting fucking told to leave the rink. Because they're ruining it for everybody else. Like so those guys can just go to the fucking pile. Those guys uh, are the those guys are the loam on the pile, man. They're very bottom. Well they're they're Sandy screaming. At, they're screaming at the pile, telling them they're not doing it fucking right. So uh anyways, Simon, what's uh what's your pile edition there, buddy? Uh I've been thinking about a bit. Uh, I just heard some news that there's a certain council member that's gonna run for mayor that I don't really like, so I gotta throw did he uh, used to own a certain facility uh, in the yeah oh, i was just gonna say facility but uh, yeah well club really narrows it down that's a boss <laughs> right there <laughs> well uh yeah we're we're coming out as an anti uh is it a tradi- is it a greek name by chance it, it very very much is yeah yeah i don't yeah uh should we just say we're against him? Because uh, I've always heard he's a scumbag from any yeah. person that's ever interacted with him. At Let's this point, you that. might as well. 
All right, yeah. Florio, Flor- you're going on the pile, buddy. Yeah, and nobody can say your last name either, so fucking figure <laughs> it out, buddy. I actually have a question for Devin about this. How does Devin feel? Because he worked for them uh, when he worked at uh, the uh, Element in Kalsagar. Uh Yeah, uh, absolute fucking scumbag. Um, I, there's very few people in Kalsagar that I like less than him. Uh, his brother George, though, is a is a is a beauty. I really yeah, like. I that like guy. George too. So shout he's, out to George. He's a really nice guy. But Florio yeah. would sell his fucking his parents' fucking retirement savings to better himself. He's an absolute scumbag. He'd sell um, some George, probably. <laughs> he's he's a piece of shit, and um, yeah, just like the greasiest fucking guy. Like he tries to get by acting like he's this nice guy, and he's just a fucking dirtbag. Um, if anyone here lives in Kaskar and they're they're planning on voting, and you and you don't vote for him, you're doing yourself a favor because I can't give you any financial um, yeah backing here. No, he's a fucking loser. Uh, I don't know if I could say anything good about him. He's a fucking he's a goof. Yeah. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Breaking news, and you heard it here first. Fucking hate him. Uh, yeah. I'll uh, pass the uh, the old pile off to Dev. Yeah, so there's this guy who's going to be running for mayor in Castlegar. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'll leave it at that fucking <laughs> it is what it is. Um, uh, not really like a super serious pile, but um, I'm going to throw this... I was in the line at A&W uh, two days ago. Physical line, you know, it was at a mall. And this fucking, there was this girl behind me that looked like she was maybe like 19. Looked like she worked at London Drugs, like in the mall. She's standing, yeah, directly behind me. And this old fucking creeper in a duster jacket comes up. And he's like, is this is this the line for A&W? She's like on her phone. She's like, yeah, I think so. And she's like being super nice. And he's standing like inches away from this girl and so there's me and then her like socially distanced and then him like hovering on like breathing down her neck and i like notice this and he like starts to try to talk to her and she's she's just like giving him the like yeah 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 mm -hmm," not like talking and so i kind of just went like okay fuck it and i i was like you can switch me spots and she looked like so relieved and i'm standing there and the guy doesn't move and i'm like hey buddy like can you back up a bit? Like, you're not supposed to be this close to me. And he's like, Oh really? And I'm like, yeah, like back up, man. Like, I don't like what you're doing right now. And he's like, fine. I'll just come back later. And he just like walks away. And I'm just like, you're such a fucking creep. Like you just wanted to be next to this fucking young girl. And the girl ended up being like, thanks. That guy was really weird. I'm like, yeah, he was fucking weird. Like just, uh, going to throw all old creepy fucking men that don't have their lives together and don't have a significant other. Leave uh, young ladies alone, you fucking losers. Can't wait till you're that old creep. <laughs> yeah, leave it yeah. Leave it to me. <laughs> Devin knows the website, so like, all those guys just got to know there's like places they can be jerking off online instead of being <laughs> like, fucking breathing down somebody's neck, you know? Dude, he was hovering so close. Like, even if there wasn't yeah. social distancing rules, it would be weird. It's and it was close. like, get the fuck away from her. Like, it's like, I, I, I have a sister. I don't like her very much. But still, it gives me a reason <laughs> to be like, get the fuck away from yeah. this girl. Yeah, you and wouldn't even be that close to it. 
as soon as I said so, like, if, if you're going to be a creep, have some nuts. Like, as soon as I say something to you, you could be like, no, fuck you. I'll stand where I want. It's like, then I'd be like, okay, I respect you. Fucking lick my neck, clean my neck while you're at it. But the guy just weaseled his way out of there and, like, slithered away like the snake he is. So, fuck that guy. Uh, yeah, that's, Fraser, uh, Fraser. that's some greasy, greasy shit. I, uh, mine's kind of a little bit related, more on the COVID side. I'm going to throw the old Safeway that I go to, they got two entrances on either side of the building and you can only go in and out of one of them. It's like, why not have one, the in and the other one, the out, but you have to like, you come in, they got all the carts stacked up inside stare, like the sterilized ready to go carts. And there's literally like a hallway width, like four, maybe five feet where all the people coming in and all the people coming out have to go past each other to like go in and out of the building. And you have it set up so perfectly that you can have one entry and one exit. It's just like, it just doesn't make any sense at all. So whoever fucking came up with that, that's a manager over there. I've been trying to find them by speaking (laughs) loudly and rudely every time I'm there and not actually asking for anything and just being passive aggressive, but I've been trying to find him in my own way. And uh, so I'd like to put him on the pile, but in that same vein, I'd like to put whoever is in charge of Safeway on the pile because he probably made a lot of money over COVID. And I'd like to put uh, Elon Musk on the pile. I'd like to put (laughs) fucking miles on the pile. I'd like to put Robin Hood on the pile. I'd like to put every billionaire, every rich cunt that's just trying to make a shit ton of money off of all of us on the pile. And then they're on the top of the pile. And then all of a sudden they start tumbling off the side because they're such trash. They don't even deserve to be on the top of the pile. And to that, I say, let the bodies let the bodies at the fuck. Let the bodies at the fuck. Let the bodies at the Yeah.